Thank you for joining me today. This is Colin Hamilton, Commodities Analyst at BMO Capital Markets. And welcome to our short Metals Matters podcast where we highlight the key things you need to know in global metals and mining this week. It really has been a strong start to the year for commodities as an asset class. Across the board, we have commodity futures contracts and backwardation, which reflects a shortage of prompt material available to buyers and benefits holders of long financial positions, thus promoting rotation into commodities from an asset allocation standpoint. And as one of my peers aptly put it this week, we do have a molecule crisis with a lack of available units. I would add to that, we also have an electron crisis given the tightness in global power markets. Could we see a push higher over the next month? Absolutely. However, this is not a normal state of affairs. And in my view, the key thing to think about is what happens next. I am firmly of the belief that commodity markets self-solve as price allocates resource. Even with rising costs, the vast majority of metals and bulk commodities are trading well above their cost curves at the current time with a clear aim to destroy or to defer demand. And when you add to that the rate hiking cycle across key global economies with the notable exception of China, we should expect weaker demand as 2022 progresses. That is what inflation does, after all. In terms of price formation, it is important to get into the psyche of a commodity buyer. Think of yourself as a purchasing manager. At present, you're very nervous. Supply chain problems are rising. Perhaps the last container of material you expected to arrive is stuck in a Chinese port, locked down due to Omicron. And geopolitical risk means your typical supply chain might be distorted. You want optionality. You will scramble and pay up to source material, particularly in the prompt market and hence the current backwardation. But at some point, these pressures might ease and we will see lead times drop. Take a look at what happened in the US steel market last year, where, first of all, lead times surged, taking prices with them before reversing rapidly as buyers found they had enough material and took a pause from the market. Indeed, US steel is actually one of the exceptions to the wider commodity cycle at the current time, where lead times are now back to the point where typically steel prices would bottom. When lead times start to fall, purchasing managers feel less nervous and the risk premium to cost curves erodes and we return to normality. Now, calling the timing of this is hard, particularly as to a certain extent it involves factors extraneous to commodity markets, most notably logistics. But the typical seasonal industrial demand decline into Q3 could act as a catalyst. One thing unique to this cycle, however, given the lack of capex spending, supply is less likely to accentuate the problem as we're not getting a typical supply reaction to high prices. Aside from copper, and perhaps nickel, there is very little incremental supply to absorb in the second half of this year. Though with the recent scarring of purchasing managers, we should still see prices trade at a premium to through-cycle norms for a while yet. If there has been one constant over the past six months, it has been the strength in electric vehicle sales. And thus, the EV upgrade cycle continues as critical mass builds. We have raised BMO's EV sales estimates by approximately 1 to 2 million per year across this decade, with our base case projection now for passenger EV sales to reach 30 million by 2030, representing 30% penetration. Also, into our analysis, we have introduced our inaugural e-truck forecast and revised our cathode chemistry assumptions. In general, we remain of the view that lithium-iron phosphate growth will be sustained in subsequent years as manufacturers in China, where LFP remains the chemistry of choice, continue to dominate the market, while other major OEMs pursue LFP batteries in their entry-level ranges. Meanwhile, in ternary chemistries, an expedited adoption of high nickel content batteries has resulted in a marked uplift in our nickel demand expectations. Electric passenger car battery demand for nickel is now expected to increase by nearly 200% by 2026 from current levels. 
On the flip side, there's Cobalt, where although we still see EV demand tripling from current levels by 2030, our demand expectations have been pared back somewhat given the chemistry shift. Electric vehicles remain not only a fast-growing sector, but one with rapid technological changes, which is something the global metals and mining industry is not used to dealing with. And with governments increasingly looking for security of supply and critical minerals core to the energy transition, and major miners pivoting towards these future-facing commodities, battery materials will still be a hot topic of discussion over the coming years. We'd also highlight that EVs are the single biggest positive end-use delta for copper through the end of the decade. Last week, the law firm White & Case released its 2022 survey of metals and mining industry participants which asked questions around risk and opportunity to senior decision makers and it's always an interesting snapshot of what is front of mind at present. Yet again in 2022, ESG was viewed as the number one risk of the sector though at 24% the share of the vote was actually significantly lower than in 2021 which when it was 46%. We would note though that climate change regulation concerns were definitely reported to be on the rise. Interestingly, the proportion of those surveyed identifying resource nationalism as the key risk rose 18% from 7% in 2020, which reflects the changing situation in Latin America and also points to one of the typical events when the industry makes strong margins amid high commodity prices. Governments want more. In terms of how the industry can best respond to climate change pressures, well, over a third chose reduction in their own operational emissions, with about the same advocating increased focus on battery transition materials. We would expect even more industry partnerships to form with equipment suppliers and end users to promote a lower carbon value chain and capex to be spent in this area rather than growing production. And what commodities do the industry bigwigs like? Well, copper as ever was number one, but lithium and uranium were also viewed as most likely to be the big winners this year. The coming week sees the International Zinc Association Conference, which typically marks the crescendo of the annual treatment charge discussions between miners and smelters for zinc concentrate. And it comes at a very interesting time for the market. Zinc prices are around $3,600 a tonne, having risen steadily over the past year. With this, smelters will be making over $400 a tonne in free metal from processing concentrate owing to high recoveries, which the miners will not be happy about. We're also seeing smelter closures in Europe amid high power prices, which has seen spot treatment charges move a little higher. Into these negotiations, we see smelters as having a dilemma. At current prices, historically low contract treatment charges are okay. But if we should see a reversal in prices, without price participation, profitability could slump quickly. In recent years, we haven't seen official deals struck until March-April, and we may have another prolonged wait this year for, for the final terms. Meanwhile, though, talking of conferences, we are drawing ever closer to the 31st Annual BMO Global Metals and Mining Conference, and I look forward to seeing many of our clients in person at the event in just over two weeks' time. We have an excellent lineup of keynote speakers, panels, and company presentations, and I will preview this in more detail in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to Metal Matters. If you have any questions or suggestions, just get in touch directly and please stay safe and join me again to discuss more pertinent issues for metals and bulk commodity markets next time around. That was Metal Matters, presented by BMO Capital Markets Equity Research. You can subscribe to Metal Matters on Apple Podcasts and other podcast providers, or visit our website at researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com 
to listen to more episodes, including our other podcast series, BMO Equity Research in Tune. If you have feedback or suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please do share it with me at colin.hamilton at bmo.com. To access our full disclosures, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com forward slash public hyphen disclosure.